Gospel of John this evening. The Gospel of John, chapter 5. The Gospel of John, chapter 5. We'll look at here for a few minutes from the Word of God. And uh, I'll read you a little bit, then I'll jump down to the text. But the Bible says, this, After this, there was a feast of the Jews, and Jesus went up to Jerusalem. Then there was at Jerusalem, by the sheep market, a pool. He says, which uh, is called the, in the Hebrew tongue, Bethesda. He said, having five porches. And in these lay a great multitude of important folk, a blind, halt, withered, waiting for the moving of the water. He said, for an angel went down at a certain season into the pool and troubled the water. And whosoever then first, after the troubling of the water, stepped in and was made whole whatsoever disease he had. And the Bible says a certain man was there and had an infirmity for 38 years. And when Jesus saw him lying, he knew that he had uh, now a long time that in that case, and he saith unto him, Wilt thou be made whole? And the important man answered saying, uh, him, Sir, I have no man when the water is troubled to put me in the pool. He says, But when I am coming, another step it down before me. And in verse 8 it says, Jesus said unto him, uh, Arise, take up thy bed, and walk. And immediately the man was made whole. The Bible says he took his bed and walked on the same day was the Sabbath. Verse 10, I might as well go through it. The Bible says, And the Jews therefore said unto him, That was cured, It is the Sabbath, and it is not lawful for thee to carry thy bed. And he answered them, I, I, And he that was made whole, and said unto him, Take up thy bed and walk. And then he asked uh, they him, What man is it that which said unto thee, Take up thy bed and walk? He said, And he that was healed was not who it was. For Jesus had conveyed himself away, a multitude being in that place. So Jesus kind of hid himself after this miracle. Number 14 and 15, 16, I'm going to finish up with this. He said, after this, or afterwards, Jesus finding him in the temple, and said unto him, Behold, thou art made whole. Sin no more, at least a worse thing come unto thee. And the man departed and told the Jews that was in, with Jesus where, uh, that he was made whole. And the Bible says, therefore did the Jews persecute Jesus and brought to slay him because he had done this thing on the Sabbath. But I want to come back to this in verses. I read to you whole, the whole passage here, but I'll give you this in verse 9. Uh, actually, I'm going to back up verse 6. The Bible says, and when Jesus saw him uh, alive and, and knew that he had been now a long time in that case, he said unto him, wilt thou be made whole? For a little bit of time, I'm going to just use that one word, wholesome, tonight. Wholesome. Reverend, if you open us in prayer. Wholesome, wholesome. You think about this. That word wholesome, uh, uh, I was reminded, as soon as you see it, I think about whole food. Whole food. And there's a grocery store called Whole Food. Y'all probably seen it. I don't know if there's too many around in Brooklyn, Queens, but I know there's some in Manhattan. Is there some in Queens as well? Whole food. 
Whole Foods is a grocery store, organic type grocery store, where it costs not only it's called Whole Foods, why they call it Whole Foods? Because it's supposed to be more healthier. Uh, again, they don't use additives and preservatives like the others that do, uh, the claim, and all these different things. But again, it's supposed to be pure, it's supposed to be uh, 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 organic, if you please. But as you go shopping through them stores, it costs a whole lot of money as well. A whole lot of money as well. But you know, at the end of the day, they got some good stuff in there too as well. But to be whole is complete. To be complete in the Almighty God, to be complete, the definition of it is also promoting a health and well-being of mind and spirit to be whole. We've been covering about um, uh, complete victory in our lives. Uh, again, over this past year, complete victory in various facets of our hearts and our souls. And, and, and so that all ties into being made whole. To be made whole in, in, in physically, mentally, spiritually. Again, I, I, I to cover all the bases of our lives. Say, so you know what, God, I want to be made whole in every aspect of my life. Can't cover it all. Amen. Perhaps others want to cover things in your life or, or vice versa. But you know what? It's an individual that has to make up in their mind, their hearts, and their souls that they will be made whole. That's where we begin to look in the mirror and say, man, I need to share some of these pounds. <laughs> begin to share some of these pounds. Uh, I need to make some changes in my life. It was uh, on the radio that they was listening to it at work today. Uh, that old song by Michael Jackson, it says what? The man in the mirror. The man in the mirror. And so as you, the scripture talks about it as well, about how that when one looks in the mirror, and no doubt he begins to look at himself, and we covered it when we took a communion day about examining ourselves. Are we whole? Uh, again, or, or are we uh, fully what God wants us to be? And so um, we look at this, and, and, and on and on and on how we find a being made whole. That should be our desire tonight. To be whole, again, in every aspect. Again, and sometimes even, as we're going to find in a minute, about how being made whole, uh, uh, how the, uh, again, things that go on in life, we must focus on ourselves to be made whole. Again, oftentimes, again, uh, uh, we could easily, uh, I'll share this with you. I'm going ahead myself, but uh, I heard recently uh, a man, uh, some folks that were stalking, stalking a YouTube channel, stalking the page. And naturally, uh, they were looking to find fault. They were looking on there. Why? They weren't looking to get nothing from God. They were looking to find fault. And so you begin to think about that. And I, and I begin to look back at them. I say, you know what? These folks are on the verge of going to jail. These folks are on the verge of, of uh, uh, getting locked up with the FBI. And they, they're looking to find fault in others instead of looking from within. Is everybody following? Amen. And so to be made whole, and that's really not even wholesome in itself. For us to begin to, uh, they say, one finger pointing at others. But we got three pointing back at ourselves. I mean, what I'm talking about. Come on, folks. Amen. To be made whole. And so you look at this. Uh, 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 when we do this, uh, uh, that person is in a whole heap of mess as we speak right now, facing jail time. Again, why? And, and because uh, this, like the Pharisees and Sadducees, we're talking in a minute. They were looking, no doubt, to find fault with Jesus. Again, you think about this, how can I give marital advice if my marriage is jacked up? How can I give financial advice if I'm dead broke? Come on. How can I give health kick kicks? I was watching the video one time, and this man was talking about all this junk food and stuff, but the fellow was big and fat. <laughs> or, or the doctor, the doctor said he shouldn't smoke, but he smokes. How are you going to tell me not to smoke and you smoke? On and on and on. To be made whole 
And so the Pharisees and Sadducees, uh, in our text here, we'll look at it here in a minute, they, uh, 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 they were uh, looking at this man, they were looking at this man who was made whole. And so as we begin to look at our lives, uh, again, we want to make sure that we uh, are on point as well. There was another time where uh, uh, there was a woman caught in adultery. There was a woman caught in adultery one time dealing with these Pharisees and Sadducees. The Bible says that how that when she was caught in adultery, they brought her out to stone her. They brought her out to stone this woman. And, and when they brought her out to Jesus to try Jesus and test Jesus, Jesus did what? He began to stoop down and then say a word. He began to just write on the ground. And the Bible says that when he did that, uh, 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 he said to them, eventually he says, he that is without sin cast the first stone. Now remember that. And so the Bible says they begin to drop their stones. They begin to drop their rocks one by one. And, and really, uh, they were partial in their, in, their, in their viewpoint because they didn't even address the man who was in the wrong just as well. And as one preacher said years ago, he says, why were they even watching in the first place? <laughs> that makes sense. But you begin to look at this to, to uh, judge. Uh, we uh, can be quite unwholesome. To be, to, to be a judge of others can be quite unwholesome in our lives. And so, uh, again, I was listening to a sport. Before we get back to the message here, there was a sports talk show host one time. I was listening recently, and he got so mad. He got so mad because of the, his colleagues on the station. They begin to uh, talk about these players and all these different things and, and talk about the coach and all these different things. But he said, wait a minute, they haven't even, never even played the game. They never even played the game before. They not even have never practiced. Some of them are bookworms and all these different things. Some of them have never, never even thought about playing. Couldn't he make the team is what he was saying. He got so mad at them because they had never, ever played the game. And so he was, as he was voicing his opinion, he had to back away. He had to back away. Why? Because, again, he didn't want, it wasn't wholesome for himself. See, on the air he said, you know what? This is not even good for me to even talk about this. Let me change the subject. Why? Because he didn't want to let others affect him. Wholesome tonight. Wholesome in word. The Bible talks about being wholesome in our word, being wholesome in our mind, being wholesome in our heart. So let's go back to our text. Verse 1. The Bible says, after these things, there was a feast of the Jews. And the Bible says, now when he, uh, Jesus was come to the sheep market, the Bible says there was a pool there. There was this pool there. And, and, and all these folks was there. The Bible says uh, the blind, the, the impotent, the, the, the halt, the withered, and those were waiting for the moving of the water. As we see here, there were people around this pool that needed to be made whole. As I was riding today in the vehicle, and I was just beginning to, we was riding through Brooklyn, and I was just beginning to see so many folks. I said, man, again, God, help us to help them. Amen. Help us to help them, and again, people need to be made whole. You know, and we know people need to be saved. And there are so many needs in, in our community, in our lives, and in the world today. And so he says, all oh, he listed just a few people here, various types of people. The impotent who were, who were partially paralyzed, if you please, and, and the blind and the whole, uh, again, and the withered, uh, again, and those who, uh, uh, they were all type of diseases that go on. And, but the Bible says, and they was waiting for God. They were waiting for the moving of the waters. And all of our walks in life, we, it shows how God can deal with anything and fix anything tonight. They were waiting for God, the moving of God to do something in their lives, to do something to make them whole. You know, today only God can make you whole tonight. Only God can make you whole. We can get up here and hoop and holler, stomp, backflip, chomp, jump and shout, but you know what? You have to make up in your mind you're going to get saved. 
You have to make up in your mind. When I got saved, it wasn't the preacher. It wasn't the preacher. I already made up my mind before I even came to church. I'm going to get saved. You got to make up in your mind. Because, again, I, I've been, again, before I even got saved back home, excellent preacher. The preacher that was in Germany, excellent preacher. But I didn't get saved because I didn't want to get saved. It wasn't until I was ready to get saved. And so these people were here. In their hearts and their minds and their souls, they made up in their mind they wanted to be made whole. Tonight, make that your prayer tonight, that you want to be made whole. Nobody else can do it for you but you. Nobody else can do it. The Bible says it today, uh, again, and there was a certain season. Go back to that verse again, verse 4. The Bible says it was a certain season. It was a certain season in which God had done this. You read scriptures in Ecclesiastes, how the, the Bible says that uh, in, in everything there's a season. In everything, there is a season, a time to be born, a time to die, time to laugh and cry, a time of war, a time of peace. Everything has a season. God's season is 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 the only thing that works. It has to be in God's timing. And the Bible says how the, uh, um, if we do something out of season, it won't work out well. God has a window when he decides to operate in. Let me know that. And this window right now is a time of grace. So tonight, today, the time has been fulfilled. Again, the time is at hand to be saved tonight. The time is at hand to be made whole. The time is at hand for you to be delivered tonight. The time is at hand to, to not live in, in sin any longer, for you to come to Christ and men and women to be all that God wants us to be tonight. The time is at hand tonight. But we see how God operates. And again, even in that, on, on the flip side of those windows that God gives, about how, to, again, waiting can bring wholesomeness as well. Waiting can bring wholesomeness as well. The Bible says they were waiting for the waters to move. They were waiting for this water to move. And uh, again, you think about fruits and various things, how them, uh, again, if we pick a fruit too soon, it won't be very good. If you get a fruit that's too early, it will, uh, again, be, uh, you will get sick many times. You ever had, uh, again, a fruit that's not ripe, things that are not ready? It can be distasteful, and you can get distasteful results. And so we must make sure that thing is whole and ready. And so we look at this, the moving of the waters. God moved the waters, not the people. They sat around waiting for God. God was the one that moved those waters. God is the one that does it. God is the one that does things in our lives. Again, and so uh, when we move it, again, uh, we, it, we can run into trouble. We really couldn't do, I uh, can't do what God can, uh, again, in men and women's lives. And so we must trust. You must believe and you must come to him and, and serve him and give your life over to him uh, in every aspect of your life. Again, let's look at this. Uh, God does his part, as we see in this text as well. God does his part. The moving of the waters, God did his part, and that was up to them. When the waters begin to move, and so imagine this pool out here, this big old pool of water. The Bible says the angel of the Lord would come down. And during this time, because this was before the death of Christ, and so naturally God would move in various ways, in bits and pieces of time. You go back and read how there was a gap between the Old Testament and New Testament, and how there were years in which God, years of silence where God didn't do anything because he was fed up with the people. The Bible says, but how by his grace and his love, sometimes he would come down to send an angel down and absolutely trouble the water. 
And when this water was troubled, whoever was around the pool, they would come and they would run and they would jump into that pool. And the Bible says they would be made whole. They would be made whole. And, and you think about it, whoever got in was blessed. Whoever got in was blessed. And tonight, my friend, I encourage you to get in. Let God have his way. Get in. Give your life over there. Get in and get saved. Get in and get filled with the Holy Ghost. Get in and be what God wants you to be in his will and his purpose tonight. We have to get into what God's will is tonight. Again, and so the Bible says when they got in, they were blessed. They were blessed. Amen. And so let's look at verse 5. The Bible says a certain man was there that had an infirmity for 38 years. That was a long time, brothers and sisters. That was a long time. A long time of not being made whole. A long time. Again, uh, and some even longer than that. For his life, it was 38 years. But some will go a lifetime without Christ. Some will go year after year after year. They'll wait till deathbed and try to get to God. But 38 years of his life, he still yearned to be made whole. Surely it was frustrating. Surely, uh, again, uh, having to depend on others, trying to catch a break here and there. Can you imagine this man's life, how frustrating that it could be? And so when, he, when Jesus saw this man, that he was not whole, the Bible says he began asking this question. He says, he said, well, what's going on? Do you, you want to be made whole? Do you want to be made whole? He, because he saw his condition. And the impotent man asked him, he says, hey, I have nobody to bring me into the water. I have nobody to help me. I want you to know tonight, again, regardless of who may be around, God is there to help you. God will help you. God will see you through. As you see, when you called out to God, he heard your prayer. The doctors could only do so much, Brother Jimmy, but it was when you called on God. When you called on God and said, God, I want to live. God, I want to be delivered. I want to be made whole. God steps in and does it. You see, when we call on God, church, I'm telling you, great things happen. And this man, he began to depend on God. He says, Lord, I don't have anybody to help me. And Jesus told him, he says, well, I'm here. And he didn't say it in the text, but it's here. He says, I'm, I'm here to help you. And you know what? Jesus is here to help us tonight. Jesus was here to make him whole. Jesus was there. And so he says, take up your bed. Don't wait on the water, but take up your bed and be made whole tonight. Go ahead and take up your bed. I'm here. He said he was that living water anyway. He was the deliverer. He was the way maker. He the one that created the water in the first place. He was the one that probably sent the angel down in the first place. He said, now the true redeemer is here today. Now the true healer is here today. Naturally, he had, they was waiting years and years and years for a moving of God, but now in the presence of God. God was there at hand. He was there in their midst today. And naturally, he's still in our midst today, church. And all we got to do is call on him to make men and women whole. And he can't make you whole. The Bible says, and immediately, immediately, the man was made whole. It didn't take a long time. But right then and there, he was made whole. That's the type of God we serve. God can do things in an instant of time, in a moment of time. It don't have to be long and drawn out either. God can do it even, even as we speak right now. Before the very next words are heard, before the very next sentence gets out, before the very next second clicks by, the Bible says today he can immediately make whole. That's the type of God we serve today. If you have a need tonight, immediately, God can fix it. God can deliver it. God can make a way. Again, and so in verse 10, he went on to say, but after this, 
The Bible says he took up his bed, so he was made whole. And then he got up. In other places, talk about he came walking and leaping and praising God. Various ones that got healed. I'm reminded of me and Peter and John when they healed the man as well. He was walking and leaping and praising God throughout the temple. This man took up his bed and says, no more would I allow or lay here. No more would I stay here where I'm at. No longer would I stay uh, bound by this ground and this bed and this disability. I'm going to be made whole. God's going to make me whole. And he got up tonight. In church today, we have to make up our mind no longer. Will we stay this way, but to be made whole, made whole. And the Bible says, and therefore the Jews, however, saw this. They saw this man was cured on the Sabbath. They were focusing on the wrong thing. They were focusing on the day of the week that it was. They were focusing on the Sabbath day. We got so many religions out there in the world today, and they focus on the wrong thing. They should have been shouting for the man being delivered. Should have been glorifying God and saying praise the Lord. Praise Jehovah that he has been delivered. Praise God this man is delivered. They begin to find fault with the day in which he did it. The Sabbath day. And so we begin to find here today. I thought about how the many keep the Sabbath and folks that showed up the other day. <laughs> they keep the Sabbath but they can't keep their tongue. These folks showed up outside, called in the church a cult the other day. And, and they 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 Jehovah Witnesses. And they don't believe in, in Sunday worship and all these different things. But their life is so messed up. Their life is so messed up. They was ready to fight outside the church out here, Jimmy. Ready to fight. <laughs> ready to take up fists. Probably cursing. Some keep the Sabbath but can't keep from drinking. Some keep them Sabbath but can't keep from cursing. Because it's not need to be made whole, and Jesus was come the Sabbath. He's the Lord of it all. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, church. Every day of the week, 24-7, our God, our God is God, seven days a week, amen. It's not just one day out of the week, but every day belongs to Jesus. Every day we can worship God. They say, well, I, only come to, I don't come to church on Sunday. I say, well, we come to church on Thursday then. <laughs> if you don't like Sunday worship, come to church on Sundays, uh, Thursdays. He said, we said, I used to tell him, I said, well, we do have, we used to have a Saturday night service. Yeah, we have a Saturday night service. Come on tonight then. But again, you see how the, they were focused on the wrong thing. The Bible says it's not lawful for you to carry the bed. You shouldn't be carrying your bed. You shouldn't be carrying this bed. They were focusing on not being made whole, but the little things and the wrong things, things that didn't even matter. The Bible says, and he answered them and said, he, he that was made holy, said to them, take up thy bed and walk. He says, then, then he said unto them, what, uh, they asked him, they said, what did, who did this? Who did this? The Bible says, I don't know. All I know is I'm healed. I don't know how it all works. But I know it's God. You know, that's some, that's some wholesome faith right there. When you don't try to question all this stuff and try to figure it all out and cross every T and dot every I. He said, I don't know who did it, but I know he did it. <laughs> I don't know how, but I know I'm saved. I don't know how, but I know I'm whole. I don't know how. Uh, 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 he, he does it, amen. As one song said one time, he said, I don't know how the red blood can take a touch of blackened heart as black as sin, and he says, and make it white as snow. I don't know how it does all that, but it does. I don't know how in the beginning how it was. Don't know who came first, the chicken or the egg, and all these different things that people talk about. But you know what I, I know is that he's real, and that he's God.
There's no debate about that. They were debating the wrong thing, and it caused them not to be made whole. It caused them to miss God. It caused them to lose out with God. It caused them to miss the Messiah, and on and on and on. All that's going on in our world today, they get caught up in the wrong stuff to where they miss God, lose out with God. Because refusing to be made whole. The Bible says here in verse 12, as we wrap it up, it says, Then they asked him, Who did this? Verse 13, excuse me, he says, And he, he, he that was healed said, I don't know. And Jesus conveyed himself for the multitudes being in that place. Jesus hid himself because he wasn't quite ready to be crucified. But it didn't matter. <laughs> they were going to find fault anyway. They were going to find fault anyway. The Bible says here today, this man, uh, again, they, they, after this, when Jesus saw this man again, they find him in the temple, saying to him, Behold, thou art made whole. Jesus told him, he says, Go and sin no more. Don't you know sin is unfulfilling tonight? Sin is unfulfilling. The Bible says it's a temporary fix. It's a temporary joy to the flesh. It's temporal. It, wasn't, it won't satisfy long term. It'll come and it'll go. Night after night after night, still yearning for more. But you see today, only God can make you whole and fill that void. Many look to get high, but the real high is in Jesus tonight. Look to a, 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 a man or a woman to fulfill that, that emptiness or whatever case may be. But Jesus is that ultimate fulfiller. Being married, yes. But you know what? God is still the one that still satisfies the soul. When she's not around, again today, my God satisfies the soul. When, when again in the day, or uh, uh, whatever case it may be, or uh, whether it's a job, that still won't make me whole. If I make six figures, a uh, hundred thousand, a million dollars a year, it still won't make me whole. My friend, that was a man, as you probably heard on the news, the CFO of Bed Bath & Beyond, just this week. Well, yeah, just this week. He jumped to his death, 78 stories in Manhattan. It didn't make him whole. Probably the second or third executive in the whole company of Bed Bath and Beyond. But he still wasn't happy. Make multi-millionaire, no doubt. Penthouse in Manhattan, overseeing the whole city. But it still didn't make him whole. Again and day, on and on and on, from the high to the low, whoever it may be in life, you could be the queen of England. But if you don't know Jesus, you're not whole. You can own all the lands of this world fineries of life but still miss God not being made whole pray for their family they'll look to Christ the Bible says and we pray that she knew Christ pray that she made it to heaven the Bible says this man departed and told Jesus that it was Jesus that made him whole it was Jesus that did it the wholesomeness comes in God the wholesomeness to a broken family. Wholesomeness in our school system. Wholesomeness, if we will bring prayer back to our nation and our world today, it will bring, make our country whole again. To where again many women will make the house of the Lord the place to be again. To where wholesomeness. The Bible says as we look on a little further, Jesus was the one that made them whole. And church tonight as we close, Jesus is still the answer. Wholesomeness. When you think about God, when you're going through things in your life, think about him. 
Scripture even tells you, says, when you're going through things, think on things that are just. Think on things that are lovely. Think on things that are pure and honest. He says, think on these things. Think on the Lord. Get your mind stayed on him. Get your mind on focus on Christ. When temptation comes your way, think about Jesus. When, again, battles rage in your life, think about the Lord. Think about Jesus. Think about, again, if the enemy try to pull you away, say, no, no. I think back to the day when I got delivered. I can't go back now. Again, these things will make you whole. Think about going higher in God. Think about getting better in God. These are wholesome thoughts. Think about pure thoughts, holy thoughts. These things will make you whole. Be in the house of the Lord. These things is what make you whole. Get into a prayer meeting. Get into prayer. Get into your Bibles tonight. These things that are wholesome in your life today, that brings life and everything that pertains to life. Church today, that's wholesomeness tonight. Jesus made this man whole. And whosoever would come to him can be made whole. The Bible says, therefore, as we close, therefore the Jews persecuted Jesus. They did the persecution. Jews persecuted Jesus and sought to slay him because he had done this thing on the Sabbath. They still miss the whole point. All the miracles, people getting delivered, people getting healed, people's lives changing. And they were focusing on the wrong thing. Church, we got to focus on Christ. And when we do that, that's wholesome living. That's wholesomeness to the soul. That's wholesomeness to every aspect of your life. Take it to the Lord in prayer as we, we, we've been taught and we read in the Bible. When things go on in your life, look to God. Don't pull out your hair. Don't, don't, don't jump off a bridge. But look to Jesus. Look to the Lord our God. Look to the hills which come at thy help. Look to him in the time of trouble. Look to him to bring deliverance. Look to him to make me whole. Tonight, ask God to make me whole. Say, God, I'm tired of trying to fill that void with other things. Other things in my life. Today, let me fill it with Jesus. And Jesus was the ultimate fulfillment. Jesus is the ultimate fulfillment in every man, woman, boy, or girl. Tonight, will you be made whole? And as we bow our heads and reverence to God tonight, tonight, Wholesomeness. Wholesome in Christ. Tonight, if there is something lacking, Christ can make us whole. There's something missing. Say, God, fill this void. There's something taking the place. Say, God, remove this and fill it with you. There's something today that's displeased unto the Lord. Say, God, forgive me. Wash me clean. Make me whole. God, I pray. Tonight, to be made whole in Christ, to be a, each of us, to be all that Christ would have us to be, to be completely made Christ, to know the lengths and the depths and the heights and the breadths of Almighty God, is what Paul said, to experience the fullness of Almighty God. Tonight, let's not cut God short. Let's not cut him short tonight for what he's trying to do. To say, give him our whole heart, our lives to belong to him. And let's make that our prayer tonight. As we bow our heads and reverence to God, we say, God, I want to be made whole. God, I want you to touch me. God, I need a touch from you. Whatever your prayer may be tonight, he's able to do it. He's here right now in this very moment to do it. And immediately he can do it. One touch is all it takes. The altar prayer is open tonight. The altar prayer is open Let's all find a place to pray.
wholesomeness of God tonight. Let's look to the Lord our God. She began to sing as unto the Lord. Let's seek his face tonight.
God, for the cleansing power of Jesus tonight. The cleansing power of Almighty God. The cleansing power of his blood. Amen. But thank God for this cross of Calvary. He came to give his life for us. He came and died on an overrated cross. And we can be made whole. Deliver. Thank God it was nothing too dirty. Nothing too far-fetched that he cannot deliver from. No sickness, no disease that he cannot cure. Tonight, make that your prayer. To be delivered, to be healed, to be set free. You can see the prayer. I was observing some things this past Sunday. I said, man, there's a lot of sick folk in the house of the Lord. A lot of folks that have issues. God is able, amen. God is able to heal. The children that are sick. Children that have diseases that the doctor says they have to live with for the rest of their life. God can even cure autism, amen? God can cure autism. God can cure cancer. God can make whole tonight. God can do anything with faith. Church, let's believe with us. Again, there can be things going forward. Some great, see some great, great things come to pass. Amen, almighty God. Continue to trust God with us. Believe God with us. They have his way. Let's pray for this weekend. Amen. And believe in God for great things. As he tarries. Amen. The Lord willing. Allows us to come back this weekend. Amen. Bring somebody with you to the house of the Lord. Tell somebody. As we said again, we want this month to be to where we, we focus again and say, God, let me win someone. Because ain't nobody but one. Amen. Let me win someone to the kingdom of God. Make that your prayer. Again, so encouraging advice on I was talking with, uh, if you're watching, shout out to Sister uh, well, Betty Ann Miller. Like, wish her happy birthday today, and I texted her. She said, Pastor, I got to get back to the house of the Lord. It's time for me to get back. I said, yes, you, that's my prayer as well. And so naturally, if you've been away, again, you can't be whole, amen, out there without God. Seven days away from God makes one week. Can you imagine months and years go by and days go by? So come on back to the house of the Lord. Let the Lord have it. So where the rest of your days can be wholesome living. Amen. God bless your prayer. We look forward to seeing you uh, this Sunday morning at 11 a.m. God bless your prayer. Reverend, for this business in prayer, please.